What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Lockout Podcast. I'm your host, Josh, coach captain extraordinaire of the Young and the Golden. I'm here with Hawko. Yeah, that's it. Once again, back again, captain, coach, manager of the Dark Brotherhood. And uh, on my left is... I am uh, Pope Ryan. <laughs> I'm the Messiah of the uh, Greater Western Richmond team because I am a god. At what? Nothing. Winning. And no, I didn't do a lot of that last year, so I'm sorry. What right. did I come? I don't know. Second last. <laughs> I don't think you did come second. Second last. Okay. Second last. Chief. Chief of coming last. Yeah, First, according to his misses, not last. I'll tell you that. Much. At least I'm coming. <laughs> yeah, well, and you, you got go. the uh, Croxinator over here, who is uh, the coach of Juck Fosh FC. The Croxinator is here. <laughs> well, name. everyone, thank you for joining us. We are here to talk. Another club preview. Um, today we are going to be looking at the Port Adelaide Power. Alrighty, well, Port Adelaide Power, where to begin? I suppose uh, go over there, tail of the tape. From last year, top four finish. Yeah, delicious. Uh, yeah, it looked like they were going to come like top two mm, for a second, eh? Oh, mate. I don't know what they were doing. Those, those tight games, they just um, just didn't look right, to be honest. Not quite the premiership tale you want to see. I think a few more wins at home will help as well. Yeah. Well, they should be winning. Like, Normally, Adelaide's a fortress. Adelaide's a fortress, yeah. yeah the Crows and Port were generally pretty good there. And then what happened last end of the season, like... Well, Port Port had a I don't, they didn't really have a tough stretch home but they lost a couple of key games end of the season they lost to the Giants last game well right? to the the finals they finished finals, they yeah. had double Sorry. double chance and they lost straight sets mm. in the finals um, I'm not going to call them chokers even though a few people I know uh, <coughs> yeah have uh, have got them that year but I've uh, got a little side bet with a friend of mine um, and I've I've got them I think they'll put it all together this year I've got uh, I've got them making the uh, Grand final this year, mm. so a bit of you've an got early them take. making the grand, grand final, final which year. isn't a bad call considering how they were last season. No. I think like until they lost against Collingwood that game, I think it kind of went a little bit down from there. Hey, no, that's but it. what what have you got? I mean, I'm sure we're going to talk about like what's changed, but like what immediately off the head, what why do you think they make the transition from going out in straight sets to making the grand final? What has changed for them? Look, uh, as Ryan would put it, look, lucky dip. Lucky, um, lucky dip. dip. It's coming back. Nah, look, I think, uh, honestly... Chris Burgess we'll, we'll, special. We'll, we'll talk about him later. Um, Burgess. I think um, <laughs> JHF, Jason Horn Francis, I think will um, really come together with Rosie and Butters in the midfield. And stand one of the there, right? best uh, midfielders, elite, uh, I suppose, trio, I could see them of all time, if they stay together. They but that's, that, that's just me. Look, I, I think, like I said... If they don't make the prelim, that's a waste of a season, at least. Yeah, I mean, they need to be going all the way, but it's just whether or not they actually do. That's it. Uh, look, big ins from Port Adelaide, or ins, I suppose. Not Nothing really outstanding, but you got Radagalia, so, yeah, so he'll, he'll fit straight straight in. Uh, Ivan Soldo and uh, yeah. Zerk Thatcher. So Yeah, who is a VFL player. Just because he didn't do well for your club doesn't make him a VFL player. Mate, if he does well for them, good on him. But he got exposed. He is an absolute fraud. I suppose. Well, 
can he can he fix it or are you just generally no, believe he's it's a just too small he's not good enough he, he's just not good enough <laughs> Fair enough. All right, look, uh, outs as well. Uh, Fantasia, finally gone, who we've yep. spoken about previously. Gone to the uh, Blues. Uh, yep. Uh, Xavier Dersma. Going to the big bombers. Going to the bombers. Yeah, you've done well to pick him up. Yeah, yeah he's locking down that going, wing. Going there to lose, I think. Yeah. No, <laughs> don't think so. Not, not, uh, not finals, anyway. <laughs> yeah, outside the top eight, for sure. Um, and I think retired Tom Jonas. Yeah, Tom Jonas. Yeah, out. which... Um, Legend, kind of of the, of the club, so. But well, uh, previous captain, right? And well, that's, that's what it. made way for Mister Rosie. Yeah, where we are now, Rosie and uh, Butters and everyone like that. But uh, yeah, look, that's uh, like my general opinion. At least I'd love to see them make the grand final, if not going all the way. But if they don't make the prelim, waste of a season. Yep. According, oh, I think so. Anyway, I don't know about you guys. But. I think they're kind of similar position to Brisbane, right? Like. You can make it there, but you you they're in their window. They need to be winning. That's what it's, you go back what twenty years. Yeah, the exact same scenario. Brisbane, Port Adelaide, both there. They won it once. Port Adelaide, they need to at least do that once. Yep, I agree. With the window we're in now. So we starting off with our ultimate pick or boom well, top, pick. Top top pick top from last year. Well, I mean top hard one. Two people there. You could say it would be. Zachy Butters, but I think his uh, his little partner in crime, Connor Rosie, would have tipped him. You just actually got Rosie in, uh, in in average, just pipped him. Yeah. So you'd all say you're all saying Rosie. I'm saying Butters. I think he's he did well for me last um, year. I'm gonna say Rosie, even even though did I have Rosie? Yeah, I had I Rosie. Had I uh, you had <laughs> I had both in it in and out. Like yeah. I just had Rosie because he's a favorite player of mine. But look. Rosie for sure for me. Um, I think you've hit your head if you choose some butters. But uh, look, 18 games over 90. Oh, mate, uh, 20, 30% of Australia has picked. Yeah, I'm talking last year, mate. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Eight, 18 <laughs> games over 90. Just, just calm down there, Ryan. Okay. Yeah, we'll get it, to butters. It was 42% we'll last butters. year. It was 42% last year. Uh, but that's all right. I'm just saying top player. doesn't mean everyone was – maybe 42% of Australia was clearly wrong then last year. No, I mean, look at his numbers, right? So Connor Rosie averaged 106 or yeah. 106 point. 105.9 or something Call like that. Call it 106. Uh, he's priced at 9.56 going into this year. He had a last three average of 113, which when you rank that against midfielders in general is elite. Mm. Um, the fact that he can play forward, so, you know, there's versatility there and he impacts the 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 scoring. I think that's big. Has a ceiling on him. 145 he's gone before. Yeah. Above 116 times. And of those 16 times, five of them were above 115. So... He's got the ability to to go in there, get it done, and he's versatile enough to be moved around. But when you look at fantasy and you look at scoring, sometimes versatility is not what you want. Oh, look, I'd, I still go, I'd still go Rosie myself. Look, I think he's a wizard around the ball, and he might not be as flashy. That's a problem. I think Butters is flashy, and all the commentators, oh, oh, Butters, this, Butters, that. No. Stick with Rosie and you'll be fine. Rosie's the better... Foundational footballer. I think Rosie's got the slickness. Like, he's very... I kind of think of him a bit like Will Day, whereas Butters is a little bit more, if you like, crash and bash. Like, just throws his body around, puts himself in harm, gets the footy and takes off. Like, that... Which is what people enjoy, though. So, that's why his name gets spoken about... If you're, looking, if you're looking at the stats between the two of them, uh, disposals, Butters has more marks, Butters more... 
uh, clearances also more. Um, then you're looking at kicking, Rosie's beating him on there, and goals, Rosie's beating him as well. So points, like as much of a muchness, I suppose, really, what you're saying. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's like, fair enough. So I suppose, Ryan, I'll, I'll take pretty that close. And if you go with Butters, that's fair enough. Well, I mean, look at Butters then. So that takes us into Butters nicely. He averaged 100, um, so or 99.5. Again, a last three average of 113, a high score of 148, went above 114 times and above 115 seven times. So when you compare them, very, very, very similar. But it's just one of those things where, like, it's who do you like more? And I think with Zach Butters, the reason I like Zach Butters is that for the first four weeks of last year, he was not a midfielder. His CBAs were low. They were below 50%. He was used around the footy. Didn't really get a good look at it. Goes in there in week five and averages like 114 or something out the back of it. So it's – sorry, when his CBAs were above 65%, he went at 105. So he's an incredible player and there's still upside there, whereas I don't think that – the same can be said with Rosie. Uh, well, that's top player. I'm sure we might have this another little argument like this when we get to ultimate. I'm sure that yeah. might be the, uh, the the choices there when we do a little vote ourselves. But um, uh, what is a bus player? Bus Sorry, player. I keep saying, think, going to say bottom, but yeah, bus player. Anyone got a? Uh, yeah, I think for me it's Ollie Wines. Like he was an elite midfielder and got put out in the wing for whatever reason, and. Just sucked. Yeah. Average but, 77.7. But coming into this season, Ken Hinckley's just said that he's going to be playing inside the midfield this season. Oh, really? So, yeah. Yeah, it's just come out last week, I think it was. So he's probably a good pick to so pick up points and up. to yeah, get wow. some good cash is gen he, What's he? Is he low low cash gen at the moment? Well, he's, he's, he's 701,000 and his average for last season was 77. And what about um, year before, though? That year before, been. I'm just going to pull that up, actually. I was just about Average to Average last year was 97.8, and the year before that, 111.9. So if he jumps back up to that at 700,000... At his best when he won his brown, though, he was an inside bull. Yeah, okay. Yeah. They've tried to reinvent the wheel, they've tried to put him in different places, and it hasn't worked. So I think I think him, him saying that... Come, come, excuse me, sorry. Hinkley coming out and saying that he's going to play on the inside means that you know he's going to get the ball a bit more, he's going to perform a bit more and get you those points... This season, like Josh said, last season he was out wide. Didn't work, obviously, so yeah, well, um, changing it up this season. All right. Well, I um, I went somebody different. Who'd you have? Uh, for look, bust? Yeah, for bust. Yeah, look, um, Father Time, I think, caught up with this man this uh, last Travis year. Spoke. Travis Spoke. Yeah. Yeah, look, after fi- 15 years in the league, though, averaging 83, which is outstanding for 15 years, dropped down to a 62 last year, and he only had one game over a 90. One game. One game. I mean, he kind of was playing that stupid high half forward, like, yeah, I don't know. And he was the vest. So he, like, he wore the vest a lot, got subbed off a lot, oh, subbed on a look, lot. And I get the golden trio of Butters, Rosie, and JHF to compete with. But like I said, you, they put him, what, that half forward flank and everything else you're saying. It's just didn't go down. We lost nearly $400,000 in value. Yeah, absolutely not someone that you can look at starting with or bringing in. Uh, that's it. All right. Well, uh, boom player, I suppose. We're up to. So boom for this year? Boom for this year, yes. Yep. What do you reckon, Nick? Who are you going to go with? Well, I'm probably going to say just who I mentioned before. Probably wine's like going to increase in value. Um, Good from shout, like, realistically. Yeah, like from, from like a terrible season last year. 
um, if he is going to play. No, inside. they don't always have to be younger players. Yeah. So I think, yeah, that's a pretty good shout, to be honest. And you, Ryan? Anyone? I reckon uh, Sweet's going to come out pretty sweet this nice. year. Nice. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's going to do quite well. well. Well, it, it, I mean, it's really going to depend. I said, was Sweet, I think Sweet was a new in this year, was it? Was Sweet an in this year? I think he might yeah, have been. I think was. we didn't go yeah, over yeah. him. Yeah, sorry, yeah. we didn't go over him. But yeah, Jordan Sweet's just come into so that lineup. I think he represents really interesting situation because. Yeah, well, they got Soldo, so that's why I was yeah. like, I don't know. Well, what they to brought do. both of them in. Yeah, that's what I mean. Both brand new rocks. If Sweet plays as number one ruck, oh. then I think there's a lot of exciting value there. Well, I got him on my bench, so. Yeah. Yeah. It's if he's not, though... Yeah, then it's a waste. And that I don't know how they can play both of them, to be honest, because if you kind of look at their team, they're very tall. Well, it's not very even tall. that. You've already seen, like, combos of decent rucks. It just doesn't work. Yeah, well, look at Gorn and Grundy. Yeah, right? that's what I mean. So you just want one key ruck and that's it. Even if that ruck only averages 90, like, that's still insane. That's still enough. Yeah, 100%. Especially when, you know, if Soldo or Sweet can do that. And when I got um, – we were talking about this on the North Melbourne podcast. I think, Nick, you said you had um, Jerry on your bench, bench yeah. right? I'm approaching it from the same standpoint, but my one's sweet, which I think Hawko's also with sweet. Yeah, I've got sweet. How much is sweet, by the way? Three, like 387. Three, yeah. Yeah, so that's a real cheap option there, yeah. whereas Sherry, like I've got, is a bit more of an expensive option. Yeah, what is he, like 580? 580. I think he's going to rise, but Sweet could be even a better option for cash gen, right? You could almost get rid of Brody Grundy, save a bit of cash there, have, um, have Sherry, Sherry on your bench, and then Sweet oh, and as sweet the backup. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that could be a very good shout. Then you, you're freeing up, what, like 300k there? Yep, you would be, yeah. Yeah. Oh, mate, we've just told a whole bunch of you people. It might be a good little strategy there. That's, uh, that's not yeah, too bad. Jerry, Jerry that's, is a that's good if you've gone with a stupid decision to have X area on, you, yeah. on your bench. But <laughs> well, there's there's a couple of people that we know of, technically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. myself and Sam. Yeah, but, that's uh, it. Like, you know, who knows? I still it's, think there's some better choices for rocks that are better value than um, sweet. So we'll get to them later. We'll in get the to them later yeah. when we do yeah. more yep. previews. But, um, Josh, do you want to have anyone for Boom or. Just sticking with the boys. Yeah, no, I look. I really liked Nick's point of um, Ollie Wines. I think he is an interesting one. I'm interested to see what happens with uh, Berkman because they love using him off the half bank, half back in that sort of wing position. But at times they make him defend someone rather than being a roaming person like a Dan Houston. Yeah. So with the inclusions of Asava Radaglia and um, Brandon Zerk Thatcher. You kind of look at it and you go, well, does that free him up a bit? That but lets I think, him go, yeah, 100%. Yeah. And then I was thinking maybe Horn Francis, but probably not because of that news that came out about Ollie Wines and being stuck in the middle. Horn Francis and Rosie are the two that I see that have the versatility to play other areas. Yeah, so what you think they would go out on the wing instead of Wines, you reckon, Josh? Yeah, I think I think saying? Horn Francis probably maybe makes his way out to the, the wing. Maybe Rosie plays a little bit of like forward as well as mid. Which but you will. did see Horn Francis like moving around everywhere last season, yeah. right? He wasn't necessarily locked down no, in the middle, right? 100%. And interesting, like, I mean, he was 68 off of, and he's at a price tag of 614K. Another year in the system, he's only been in the AFL well, two years. For two years. So it just I think seems it could be like a lot longer with all the articles we've had about him. Yeah, correct. What all would you say time. about Derusma? He's priced pretty high at uh, 598, hey? Derusma, new Derusma. Derusma, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it. No, Derusma's gone. He's at. Um, He's at Essendon now. Yeah, Derusma went to Essendon, sorry. Yeah, yeah so right. he, he's definitely not going to. Um, 
play for Port Adelaide. <laughs> yeah, and he's not going to be someone to consider, honestly. Like, I think 598 for a wingman is Sorry, just too much. Sorry, I was looking at the last season's place. No, that's fair <laughs> yeah. uh, Look, I've gone somebody, you know, they're not nothing crazy, but I've gone Dylan Williams. Yeah, T-Will. Yep. Uh, look, I had him most of last year. Nothing, obviously, outstanding but uh, in the way of points. But he had three games over 80, still young, went up nearly 300,000, which isn't bad for somebody, you know, only three games over 80. Um, but he did have the defender forward status last year where he's only got defender this year. So that'll be interesting to see. Just add another name, which is kind of good. I like to see. We've all got different names to throw out, so that's Would nice. Would you – I mean, are you looking at him though or do you just think he's someone that no, could – I, I looked at him, but I was I haven't got him in my team. Yeah, sweet. So. I mean, again, we'll talk about this at the end, but I think, you know – Draft is on the forefront of my mind, and I'm, I'm looking at these there's lists always, going. There's always hey, oh, where's classic some, draft. Classic where's draft. some blood in the stone that we can uh, pull out here? That's it. All right. Well, uh, all right. So, breakout for this year. That's where we're up to. Breakout for this year. Um, I think we, I mean, it's kind of that boom play, right? Like, I've been yeah, looking boom at. Boom was last year. Now we have breakout this year. So, it should be. I think maybe Ollie Wines could get back to doing what he's doing um, if he gets that role, but that just remains to be seen. I think Zach Butters could easily push up into the top eight mids um, if he keeps going on the trajectory. Um, but I don't really have anyone that I think is going to break the – like like that, that big jump. Yeah, yeah I get it. There's jump. a few teams that we've gone over in the past. Um, look, I haven't – and hope I'm hoping this is more of a hope. But now that he's settled back home, I didn't, you know, butt in before, but Horn Francis, I'd love to see him fully elevate to that midfield elite status um, and really get going this year. He's got all the talent in the world as a former overall number one pick. Um, and now that he's back home, the scrut- some of the scrutiny's gone. I've barely seen an article on him now for a while, which you go back a year and it was just, that's all you could see. So I'm just hoping now that, uh, you know, the monkey, media monkey's off his back. Mm-hmm. Um, he just shows why he's a former number one pick. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of talent there. Let's see what he can do with it. Ryan, what about yourself? Who have you got? I think Juan Francis is also going to do well this year. Nice. Yeah, he's getting, he's getting back to his form, and he's going to have a lot of not a lot of pressure on himself. So I think he's going to do well. Yeah, I'm just going to say wines, like I've been harping on about all all pod here. So um, we've got some wines. We've got some uh, yeah, a lot of wines. Horn Francis. It remains to be seen, but I think what we can all agree on, and you kind of touched on it, they've got a phenomenal young midfield with some seasoned players around them um, that can jump in and support. But absolutely, that has that, anyone uh, has anyone heard on what Radaglia is going to play? Is he going to play in the rock or is he going to play? No, he's in, a uh, he'll um, be defender. intercept defender. Yeah, yeah. intercept defender. Yep. So yeah. yeah, he's not. He's not. DPP or anything no, no, like that, no. eh? Yeah. He's he's literally going in there to be uh, a, a big defender. That's yeah. that's what their weakness was. I mean, Port is a – I listened to a podcast um, uh, the other day and they were talking about this where Port are a team that have low fantasy numbers. Like, they don't have a lot of really big scorers and a lot of them scoring big. Um but what they do have is a lot of meters per possession. So they kind of just don't mess around with it. They just get the ball, bomb it into their um, their big key forwards and try and get them to impact the scoreboard. So I think there's – I don't know if that style is going to change, but I think having wines in there maybe slows it down a little bit, allows the rucks to become a little bit more involved. So there's plenty to look at here. I like it. All right, well, ultimate pick. Like I said, we started this uh – Port Adelaide preview off with a 
couple of suggestions, but let's let's go around the table one at a time. Who we got? Josh, you want to kick us off? Who no, ultimate off. pick? Um, for me, the ultimate pick is definitely Zach Butters. I think he's got a fantastic buy. He, as I said earlier, played those four games outside of position. So you kind of factor in there another 10-point jump in terms of his scoring. You take him from a 100 uh, averaging player to 110, and that's immediately something that I uh, As soon as you hit that 110 status, that's, that's enough. That's yeah, when you're so like, I think, yep. I think there's enough meat on the bone, um, especially with the, the CBA. So, yeah, very excited for that. All right. Croxy? Yeah, I'm going to go Butters as well. So, although Rosie was like the standout player from last season, Butters for me has that little bit of room to grow because his season was like slightly lower. So if you're looking for best player that's maybe going to not drop in price, I'd go Butters. All right. Well, I can third that also. I've been, the only point I led player I got on my team is actually Butters too. So um, I think he's also going to do He's quite one well. of the million dollar uh, men I've been or just under, right? Yeah, one of the seven, yeah. I've been absolutely, I've absolutely been, absolutely been smoked here. But yeah, look, I'll, I'll, I'll go Rosie. Uh, I've got him in my team, though, so I suppose I'm a bit biased. But like the boy said, Butters, slightly cheaper option. But look, I'll throw one more name out there. Uh, real heart and soul of the squad, and we haven't even mentioned him really. Dan Houston. I was about to that. Say, I know you're going to say Dan Houston. Dan here. Houston, yep, man. Yep. Look, Eleven games over Solid 100 with a top score of 156. Um, Take and, some kickouts, and then does yeah, and then don't forget that after the siren goal, which was just phenomenal for anyone that uh, saw that last year. Which I don't know if you surely you did, but uh, I thought I'd just throw him out there. But I'll go Rosie, so three to one. I got smoked there, but uh, I think that kind of covers us. The only the only thing I have to say about Houston, and this is kind of like. Of course, he has against me. Here we go. No, 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 I'm not going against you at all. I think he is absolutely heart and soul, and he has all the potential to be a top six defender. You're just seeing there, there's a few games where he gets like a 55 or a 65 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't want to mention that, yeah. Um, <laughs> and if he can take those out and like turn them into 80s, he's, he's going to be, be a great a, player. Yeah. He, he, he'd easily over, average over 100. The average would go up huge. Huge. Yeah. When you've got a ceiling like he does, I mean, you said what, 156? Got, was his ceiling, yeah. Yeah, and... I'm sure he had a few games that were like 130s and stuff like that as well. Yeah, like, like, well, I didn't cover, but 11 games over 100. So I'm sure he yeah. had a couple of 120s, 130s. In yeah. There. yeah, he got 159, 158, and 166 were his lowest three scores there last season. His biggest scores? Lowest, lowest. 56? No, yeah, 56. Oh, 56. Uh, oh I thought you said 156. No, no, no. Lowest score, damn. As in like one, uh, 156 yeah, yeah, yeah. or 158. Yeah, yeah so yeah, you, yeah. if you take you jump them, them out, to 80s. His average, yeah. his average goes easily up to 105. Yeah. Or not even, maybe not 105, maybe 100. That's still 100 But huge. still, 100 is big. Yeah. yeah. You drop out them lower ones and put 100 in and, yeah. When you're defenders, you're wanting them to score between 90 and 100. Like, to have them you know, score frequently and have high ceiling games. That's what you want. And that's what uh, has all the makings of a smash pick. Yeah. And like to have those lower scores and average 92 is pretty damn good. Yeah. yeah. Phenomenal. All right. Well, um, oh, does, unless anyone wants to bring up any players, maybe I spoke, like I said, we've spoken in our previous podcast, our dynasty team that we're making or league, I should say. Um, Port Adelaide's pretty set. I think we kind of covered everyone that we'd really want to, Look at taking the only in name Dynasty or Classic. There. He's currently sitting in my team as well. And it's it's kind of role dependent. Um, is Josh Sin. So, you know, was a I think first round pick go back two Couple years, years ago, yeah. Two years ago. Um, there's talk that he is going to be playing off the halfback. He's just um, struggled to get into the team. I've had him the last two seasons yeah. on my fantasy because I, I I saw what kind of talent he was and he just 
either wasn't getting a run or he got hurt or it just yeah he I think just he wasn't played three games in his first year nine in his second or something like that yeah but it absolutely has the ability to do it it's just the only thing that really like it makes me super curious is because we we're talking half back like it's the new oh they're getting more midfield time they're getting more midfield time and how much points can really come off the half back if you look at Sheasel was insane. You look at Dacos, insane. If they can do it right, and if he can do it well, he could be someone that's immense value. I like it. And then, obviously, you've got um, Ivan Soldo as well. If he can kind of go on the run that he did when Nank was out of the team last year, I think he averaged around the 90 mark, which when you think about yeah, a solo ruck, like that's that, kind yeah. of what you want, right? You want a, a 90 to 100 averaging ruckman Well, you might do, draft. but according to all of us, we kind of prefer sweet to... Do that, and then we could take him even later. I don't think the Soldo those. will do that because yeah, I think will. Sweet will be number one okay. ruck. But if he is the number one ruck, which they're saying he is at the moment, oh okay, yeah. So he's training saying as Soldo, if he you're is. Saying? Yeah, 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 right. So if he is, then and he can score nineties. I mean, why would you not take that in a draft league? That's it. Lock it away. Everyone forgets about every Soldo as well, realistically. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Well, I guess that wraps us up for this podcast. Unless, Ryan, Crossy got any final words to say? Covered everyone? No, I'm all good. No, all good. Yeah, that's it. That's it, I think. That's well, us. We're done for port. Thank you for listening. As always, uh, let us know over in the comment section of Instagram. Who are you going to pick? Is it Butters or is it Rosie for you? Uh, if you've got any other suggestions, drop them in as well. But I think... Butters and Rosie, that'll be the uh, decisive pick. I need hey, some team backup, Orko or team yeah. everyone else? Give me some backup, please. Rosie, please. Thanks oh. for listening, everyone. And as always, we'll see you in the next one. Peace out. Laters. Later. Later.